0: Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast. Another tough one as the Cubs are swept in Atlanta with the season on the line. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Cody Del Mendo, and our good friends in the chat. Hello to everybody out there that's joining us on the live YouTube chat. Best way to enjoy the experience is by subscribing to the CHGO Sports YouTube page and you won't miss any of the shows. You won't be missing a beer bat chug tonight. Unless Cody's really down, and then he might do one anyway just for different vibes. Listen, this is an Atlanta Braves team that we know is good, right? Best team in baseball. But you just played three games, and you were outscored 18-14. to 14. One run, one run, two runs. Mm-hmm. All three games were winnable in a must-win situation with the season on the line. But all three games Featured bad sloppy baseball at some point. This time it came early in the game, the Ian Happ drop, but that drop was huge. They dropped the ball in two of the three games. Two of yeah. the three games they dropped the ball.
1: Yeah, it's uh, and those are like yeah, like you know Ian Happ was a Gold Glover last year. I know he's had his moments this yeah. year too, but like he's still a generally reliable guy in the outfield. You go back to Tuesday, say, as a generally reliable, um, you know, guy in right field. And then obviously Nico might win the gold glove. And he had that error yesterday. So it's like, it's like, as far as the roster goes, it's like top down. You're, you're just getting, um, you know, miscues or mistakes or errors or, you know, whatever it is from like guys you didn't expect to to be doing that right now. Mm-hmm. And if that's a sign of guys are tired or wearing down, whatever, but like, that's, this point in the season that, that the excuses are just the excuses and you don't when you don't win the game you know that that's that's the end of it however you lose it if you lose it there's no ex- excuses are they made, are they
0: you know? mentally wearing down is the pressure of it too much that's what i don't understand like i could see physically wearing down but physically doesn't explain dropping balls throwing the ball over your shortstop's head throwing the ball into right field uh bumbling the ball at the mount like over and over, like, this, this, these are fundamental baseball plays mm-hmm. that they're not making at critical times. And let's not forget, we spent an entire offseason saying, okay, this team is being built on, pitching, and number one, defense. Their defense will be great. And for the most part, it has been. But down the stretch, for that to be the thing that is really falling apart on you is just unbelievable. How you doing, Cody? <sighs>
2: I'm miserable. I not numb yet. No, I mean I'm numb. I was numb this morning and then just like I do every fucking day, man, fucking pull up my big boy pants and come here, put my brave face on to watch this godforsaken team. I I'm just <sighs> Yeah. The, pro- the problem here is what pisses me off the most that they have no one to blame but themselves. They look like, like, I'm not blaming anyone else. Like, yeah, I'm pissed off that, of course, Swanson hits a 470 expected batting average, 104 miles per hour, whatever it was, right to a guy there when they could have made the comeback. But yeah, Ian Hap not catching that ball led to them scoring two unearned runs. Like, it's on them, you know? Like, and it's the story of this entire month. No, I still don't think that this team choked or whatever. I know that's what all the casuals are going to say and that's what all the trolls are going to say. I don't think that they choked it away. I think injuries were played a big a big part because his bullpen is so depleted right now with Fulmer and Al's out and the fact that they couldn't win any games by maybe four or five runs some days to to a point to where they could have given a guy like Luke Little a shot to you know get some low leverage innings to then earn some high leverage innings. Like the only silver lining from this game tonight is that Luke Little pitched well. The bullpen actually pitched yeah, well tonight, pitched outside well. of Assad, and even Assad, like Assad giving up runs was his own doing because he also had an air, yes. unable to field. Like it's, it's just, it's just so, it just demoralizing, man. Like again, we shouldn't feel like they choked it away or that. Or whatever, because again, this team didn't have expectations to to be in this situation at all. And I wanna I I know at some point I will get to that and I will remember this season fondly probably. But in this moment, right now, I'm just so disappointed. Like, I feel like a dad right now. This is the only time I've ever felt like a dad in my life. It's like when Luke Did, told me... You, you mean a disappointed dad? Yeah, I feel like it's a disappointed dad. It's, like, it's pitiful. Not mad. Not like, mad, just disappointed. You got, you, you had, yeah. rush, you've had... During this bad stretch, you've had errors from Dansby Swanson, a World Series winner. Like, put aside the fact that you gave him the seven-year contract. Like, he, he made, he's made some crucial errors that cost them games. And he's going to win a gold glove. And is. Far and away the best defensive shortstop in baseball. Ian Happ, who just won a Gold Glove last year, and we've talked at ends over the last year since this podcast existed. We've given him nothing but kudos for his defense in left field. We've given nothing but kudos to Saya Suzuki this year, seeing the defense improve in right field. And, you know, again, it's not, it's not his fault they lost that game the other night. But, like, you catch the ball, you at least go the ninth inning with an opportunity to win the game. And it just, came, it just came at the wrong time. Like, it, like that's, that's all that is summing up that I'm just, I'm just disappointed. And I, just, I did not think that this season would come down to me feeling disappointed. Like, I felt like they gave the, the season away. That is the last thing I felt like we were going to feel this year. I felt like if I was going to feel awful about this year, it was going to – if you, you would have asked me if everything goes bad – or wrong this year, this team would have just, just, just been just as bad as last year, and they're selling a the deadline, and Bellinger wasn't going to be nearly as good, and that was a waste, but you still managed to give him away for something. Whatever, like, trade storm, That would have been the – if you would have told me or asked me what I thought would have been the worst possible scenario for this entire year, that's what I would have told you if, if you would have asked me in March or whatever. But we got this instead, and this honestly, this is worse. To me, it's worse because again, they're playing with house money, bro. House money. This like, no expectations from this team, and you had a four-run, a four-game lead in the wild card, and not only do you give it away, but now you got to go to Milwaukee and you have to win all three, and that still doesn't even guarantee anything unless the Mets score a run here whenever this rain delay in New York is over, like. It's just – it feels worse. And I know it's more in the moment. And, again, after the postseason or in the middle of the postseason, whenever I see whoever wins the World Series and I see some other team look like a bunch of bozos, (laughs) I'll probably feel better. But right now, like, it just feels worse. And it just – I got no words, man. Like, it it just sucks. This is is bullshit.
1: I understand the (laughs) – that feeling from the fan base right like I mean just being fans of whoever you are like everyone is a fan of some team and you know especially Chicago teams man Chicago teams do not make it easy to be a Chicago fan um, for any team and so I, I completely understand the sentiment and the feeling at the moment of just I don't know, is bitterness the right word to put it? Just, uh, just by the way the end of the season it, has come.
2: It feels like 2018, 2019, but it shouldn't because those teams were good. Yeah. Those teams had higher expectations. That 2018 team, with all those injuries and all that talent, still, just, even though they went to the wild card game and lost to the Rockies, like that team won 95 games, right? And everyone was pissed, and everyone felt like they choked the season away. 2019, okay, they collapsed in the last week or two in September, but... You, you knew all year that that team wasn't going to win the World Series. And you also knew that that team needed some sort of shakeup. And everyone was, during the, going into that season, everyone was just pissed that the Cubs didn't make the team any better. And they, we knew that that team was probably what they ended up winning, 84 games that year. Everyone knew that maybe 90 games tops they would have won. And then they ended up winning 84, going on that whatever losing streak and basically collapsing the year. But again those teams were so much better than this one and the fact that they messed around and reeled not just me but so many people into into believing that they could at least make the playoffs and like we always say when you go dancing anything can happen and like i just wanted that opportunity that's all that's all i wanted after they got past the deadline and was playing so good for that that entire month of august for the most part like i just i just wanted to be able to see what this team could have done in October. And you know what? Like, now we're probably not going to see it now. And it's just, like I said, it's disappointing, man. Like, Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. It's like, we like, I guess technically the season's not over, but it feels that way, right? Like,
1: you, you Oh, it feels the, that way. It's getting swept and, and obviously in this fashion where it's too, too really, like, tough to swallow losses and this one was kind of like, a, all right, well, let's see if they can claw their way back into this one because they went down so early. But, like, just the way that that ended and then just the how tough the scenario of them now making the playoffs has become, um, like, it feels that way for sure, even even if it's mathematically not. But I mean, we and, and like I've said the last couple of weeks, Corey said it, like we've all said it, like, you're going to look back, or you should, if you really reflect on the season as a whole, a few weeks, obviously a few weeks after the season, but, like, if you really reflect on the whole season – I think we will say that they definitely took a significant step forward this year, considering where they were the last two seasons. But that also doesn't like change the fact that it's a pretty bitter ending.
0: Like, it doesn't take the sting away of the yeah, way yeah, this yeah, is yeah, going. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Like it's it's you you can reflect, and as a whole, for six months, the Cubs took steps forward. But for the last month, last few weeks, it was a yeah sting, stung obviously for fans. Like there's there's a bitter ending to it, a bitter ending again, a bitterness to a, in my opinion, successful and taking a step forward type of season. It's the way it's the way it looks like it's going right now. The way it looks like it's going to end. Yeah, it's 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 a bitter pill, man. Like, again, and so that's when I that's what I'm saying when I say like I understand the sentiment from the fan base right now because, like because I I mean you know I've had that feelings with other teams too. Like we've all been there. Cody,
0: Cody touched on it by saying they've done it to themselves. That's that's what really that's what bothers me. It's not zooming out and looking at this team where they are long term. This was a team in a playoff hunt. We said we were, I declared this is the ne- this is the next great Cubs team. It's the next fun Cubs team. And then they shut off the fun completely because now they're 11 and 14 in September and there's there's no other word for me to use than choke it's it's a choke job in the final month of the season whether that's because of injuries or because the roster's not good or guys aren't healthy or they're nervous or just not playing well the word that describes that is a choke when you go 11 and 14 because there is no other team that is running away with this they are doing this to themselves they are playing this way and the result is because of the way they are mm-hmm. playing, not yeah. other teams are playing. Yes, the Brewers have had a very good – the division, they did not choke away. The Brewers went and won the division. The Brewers played really good baseball yeah. here down the stretch. But the Cubs' playoff spot is all their own doing, mm-hmm. unless something miraculous happens this weekend. They're going to need help, for sure. Well, I mean, if if it holds up and the Marlins win, they have to go 3-0 and and the Marlins have to go 1-2. and Yep. Against Eventually, the Pirates.
1: Yeah. yeah. But the Cubs are up, up against I the I guess Brewers. it's
0: baseball and anything can happen. But nothing I've seen in the last month tells me the Cubs are going to win three straight games. Yeah, well, and it's like, you know. Not again.
1: Like, Craig Counsell isn't going to run his guys into the ground this weekend. But I think we can say, like, he right. would like nothing more than to to do what he can to end the Cubs' yeah. playoff push. So 3-0 and is going to be a tough ask obviously, and it may, it may still not be enough if they don't get some help. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, got a it's super tough way to go down.
0: Duke. We got some super chats? Got a couple. We, we got two, one yeah. from
3: Joe. We'll start with him. He's got the 499 What a massive choke job by Dansby Swanson in September. Just a complete gag job. Disappointing for 177 Yeah, he's had a bad September, but that's not a disappointing $177 million. He's a great baseball player.
0: No, but we'll talk more about him. Let's talk about him in the second segment. The Duke... Also, with a $20, chat, anyone know an anesthesiologist? (laughs) I just want to be put under for as long as it takes until one of our teams is good. Getting surgery while awake is probably less painful than being a Chicago fan right now. Yeah, I mean. Absolutely right. Just just
3: looking at the box score tonight is painful, man. Ten strikeouts in a game you absolutely need to have. Probably half of those you're going down looking.
0: Let's check. Let's take a look. Did they they give Assad the air?
1: Yeah, they did. But Hap got an air. Happ got an error and Asad got an error. Go down, scroll down.
3: Two errors for the Cubs today. Yeah, two, errors. two
0: errors, ten strikeouts.
3: And those two errors, like Cody was saying, led to quite a few runs. I mean, I just don't – I'm worried about Ian Happ. I know the season's almost over and stuff, but, man, that ball was right in his glove again. I, I don't
1: – it's – Was that in Colorado in that? Yeah, version? it was yeah. right. It
0: I was un- what, I don't know what's oh. going on in the outfield. Lou Pinelli used to call them cubby occurrences. Yeah. Right now they're daily occurrences is it's what bad. they are. It's really it's bad. It's like every game you're like, Talking about a big play that should be routine that isn't. I'm not saying it was, you know, he was camped underneath it like Saya was and allegedly lost it in the lights. Hap ran to the ball, but it was in his glove. It rolled through his entire glove and came out. And you say
3: Saya again, it looked like he dropped another one in the lights tonight. Not dropped, but he missed another one in the lights He went to jump and and it looked like
0: he was there and all...
1: Like, can he kind of jump past?
3: Again, it a I'm not bit?
0: saying that wasn't a difficult catch. Had he made it, but he's made difficult catches this season. You're trying to beat the best team in baseball to save your season and get to the postseason. They were not only not making the big plays, they weren't making the routine plays.
1: Yeah,
0: which is bothersome down the stretch tough to watch it's tough to watch I, I have, I've seen I don't know almost anybody in the chat that really believes there's still life. there's like one or two people saying it's not over I'm not giving a man good on you I mean good on isn't. you because my heart tells me it's the over it isn't over. technically I know no, yet but... as
2: we're recording this I'm just just feels like they're going uh, maybe to. Having, having a positive
1: like mindset is is a good thing right I commend I staying, them. I, like, I, I will
2: never put people down for believing in whatever it is they want to believe in when it comes to this, to this organization, you want to believe that they're going to be good. Fine. Like it, to me, that mentality is better than just, just being pessimistic all the time. And you're just a miserable human being. But like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm giving you my, just my own personal vibe right now. Like that's all I've ever done on this show. Whether you hate me or, or not, I will tell you exactly how I feel about the team, all right? So if you want to get on me for giving up or making you feel like I'm giving up or whatever, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it for you. I feel awful right now, and I'm going to need a lot of Taco Bell at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I want to point something out real quick <laughs> that I noticed these last two nights when they've needed a big swing of the bat late in games. And I know Mastroboni's had a pretty decent week. But he didn't see the ball well at all tonight. And you've got a couple big bats on the bench that can give you a closer game. Is there a reason David Ross doesn't look to make that move, to give a guy who can really put one in the seats? Mastroboni looked terrible at the plate tonight. I'm, I'm a little confused why that button wasn't pushed. The ninth I, inning. You need yeah, two it was, runs. It's not I, like you're down I mean, five. I,
1: I don't have the numbers. I don't know the matchups and, and what they're seeing. Because I know that's not a complete David Ross call. He has his analytic people on that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Iglesias is a good closer. Like, I, I don't know. I, I obviously
2: have not talked to David Ross. I'm here. Um, I think if they would have got a guy on first base we'll see, in the ninth inning, maybe they would have given, you know, Morell or Canario an opportunity. I think that's what it. Morel was it who came I was thinking. Morel yeah. was who I was thinking. Just because it was Crabone surprising didn't that Morel didn't get. He didn't play the last two days, but with Candelario back, I, he just kind of you know. And I don't like. I sat on this show, this past week, and have kind of gone on little tangents about how this team has missed Candelario. You know, the ninth inning could have gone differently if a ball, if the ball that Candelario hit, just maybe, True. just maybe. Lands fair and not foul by, like, an inch or two. So, like, but, yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree that Candelario offensively, at least, has been kind of a kind of a disappointment here in the second half, too. Yeah. I mean, his first – I'm but trying to – I just get, felt like his presence in the lineup at least was better than, than if they had put the guys that they were putting in yeah. beforehand.
1: I mean, so his first ten games with the Cubs, Jamer, uh, this is obviously after the trade deadline – uh, he hit 460, had an 1188 OPS. And then from then on, going into today, which obviously he missed time with um, an injury. Um, but so from game 11 on, going into today, he hit 131 with a 576 OPS. So it was like a. The numbers obviously were really good when he started. And the Cubs were still obviously like winning ball games. Like I, they hadn't. Cause it was it was really like that second half of August when you started to see his numbers go down, but the Cubs were still winning ball games, so I don't think it was magnified as much. Um, but obviously, when they start losing a lot, and you're looking at like what's going wrong, like part of that obviously was Jamer, just overall not hitting well. While you know obviously outside of the injury, like just the last couple of weeks, last few weeks, just not hitting well and um, you know doing what he was brought in to do. And you, you asked the – we were talking about it kind of on the couch, like what do you do with Jamer after the season if you're the Cubs? Do you try to resign him? Do you – you know, I don't know. I like that, That's another one where I'm like I, I don't know what they're looking at. I don't know how they view their internal options. Obviously, they didn't invest a whole lot in Jamer, like gave up two solid prospects, but they didn't give up a bunch of prospect capital to get him. So I don't know how they view him just yet. I'm like I will – have those conversations and stuff in the office. I don't know how they view him, um, but that's where I'm like, I don't, you know, he didn't he didn't play his way into a new contract necessarily is, is kind of what I'd say. I think he had fine defense. He was able to play fine defense at both corner spots. Um, he had slug. Obviously it, it just didn't show up enough when they needed it later on in the season, um, you know, later these last few weeks or September, or whatever. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know. That's a, That's a question. Obviously, we're going to see answered in free agency or just this winter or whatever. But I don't, I just don't know if Jamer fits into their long term plans. And he didn't, like I said, I don't think he necessarily played his way into them.
2: I I mean, on the couch when we were talking about it, I said you know maybe a, a one year with a or a two year with the second year being a team option because I you know Matt Shaw probably is the future at third base. I, I think I, I'm not, I'm not sure, but I know that he, you Cubs hope see, in a perfect world, yeah, he is the Cubs obviously are, are high on him and he's climbed up the prospect rankings and he went from playing college baseball all the way up to double a and, and a half season. Right. So I'm, you know, but you have to find someone to play there until he's ready. Right. So that's why I, you know, I wouldn't mind if he came back next year on a one year deal. If i you know, I think he could potentially get a two or a three year deal just based off how well he played for, you know, full, what, three, three or four of the five-month season that we had. Um, but a lot of yeah, people I'm, calling I'm not, for him. I'm not like, you have to bring Jamer back, though. No. You know what and, I mean? And if
1: they did, obviously, hope, and he's shown some ability throughout his career to be productive, right, to be yeah. to be a solid, productive. Uh, before, before they traded for him, he was the best bat on the market. Like, people were knocking – Jed Hoyer's door down telling him to trade for Jay Candelaro and he did the move just didn't pay off how they hoped it to pay off and if He's, they bring him back like they're gonna hope obviously that he can play a play a solid role be productive and all that and I'm not counting that out either it's just I, I'm like reflecting on his last two months of the season it just wasn't it wasn't no. up to it wasn't up to it, it was not it wasn't enough to keep the Cubs from falling in the hole they did again his injury kept him off the field for what like 15 16 days whatever like that didn't help either but just overall like his addition didn't solidify the team down the stretch
0: he's a he's a decent player who was having a good season early in the year yeah like Mm -hmm. let's not let's not overvalue the player I'm not saying he's a bad baseball player but I don't think the Cubs were, were ever sitting as a franchise, going, "Man, how did we let Jamer get away?" You know, the, no, yeah. when he started with them, he's a decent player. You're the Chicago Cubs. If the offseason comes and you still have a hole at third base, go, go be the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. And and you can't you can't just sit and wait and say. It would be very cub of them, <laughs> to say, "Yep, Shaw's coming. We're gonna sit. We're gonna sit and wait on it." And we're gonna give it that two year deal, and we'll stick with Candelaria. No, go win a division next year. Like, well, I, 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 I want Shohei. Yeah, right. I don't. I don't have a problem if he's. I don't have a problem if he's on the team. I'm just saying, counting on 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 taking a marker and putting Shaw at third base for the next ten years, man great if it happens that's what makes your team great is when you develop your young guys and it works but Brennan Davis is a name we had in in the outfield for a long time and now most people have given up on Brennan Davis some people have given up on PCA after two weeks in the majors not me but like Mm -hmm. it just shows you that you can't you can't just say the prospects are all going to hit the fact that it worked in 2016 is lightning in a bottle it's a miracle it's a miracle and those were higher rated prospects than what they have mm-hmm. now. Yeah. It's not to say that the farm system isn't something to be positive about. It is. They're they're going the right direction. It feels good, but but you're also the Chicago Cubs and i yeah. you you've no, got to spend you got to spend along with it if that's what it comes to um um this offseason. Yeah. I agree
2: with what you're saying. I wasn't saying like, I I, 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 I feel like that the Cubs are going to Try and just get someone, whether it is Jamer or another player like that, and wait for Shaw. But we'll spend more money. Whether it is obviously we want them to bring Bellinger back, but then you know, there there are other guys out there that you know that can help the offense. You know, and we've talked about them. And I'm okay with it if that's what you decide to do. Uh, I wanted to read this tweet that someone tagged us in. It's the away games. Uh, Chicago Cubs podcast guys, they tweeted uh, like a half hour ago, not that they need our co-sign, but CHGO Cubs has been doing such a fantastic job on the pods during this stretch. If you aren't listening after every game, you're doing yourself a disservice. So It'll nice. make you feel less alone. I promise. <laughs> we appreciate uh, that. So I appreciate it. Good luck with your I don't show. know any of those guys personally, but. Uh, very so nice, I, of them. very big nice of them. Big very nice. Big of them nice. to do. And so credit to those guys. And I, if you guys are listening right now, shout out to you. Credit to me
0: for what I'm about to tell you. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, oh, got some great news for you. Ray Chrysler Dodge, Jeep and Ram, and Fox Lake has just joined the CHGO team. At Ray Chrysler Dodge, Jeep and Ram, you're always able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. And right now, during Jeep Adventure Days at Ray, C D J R and Fox Lake, you're able to take up to 15% off. MSRP on all new 2023 Jeep Gladiator models. But that's not all. Now, through September 30th, that's Saturday, explore their newly renovated showroom and take advantage of breathtaking deals as they celebrate their grand reopening. So, if you're in the market for a new vehicle, then you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram because they are not only the team we recommend, they are the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit Ray CDJR in Fox Lake or Ray. CDJR.com today serving the community since 1963. And if you're smart, you show up with two pockets full of bacon, baby. Charlie the Bacon Guy is based out of Woodridge, Illinois. He makes craft bacon and bacon jams in over 30 different flavors not five flavors, not 10 flavors, not 15 flavors, not 20 flavors, 30 different flavors or more. This product is always all natural, no fancy preservatives. Order lots of bacon. Vacuum sealed, it freezes freezes great. Bacon lasts, in a package, up to 45 days in the fridge, six months in the freezer. Bacon jam, 60 days in the fridge, a couple hours in my house, and up to six months in the freezer. Some of the favorite flavors, maple, pepper. How about French toast? Oh, you know that's my favorite. There's Jarnera, chorizo. Bacon jam goes perfectly on anything. It's scrambled eggs, toast, crackers, burgers, grilled cheese, Charlie's favorite, the big old spoon he will deliver it to you meet you halfway or even ship it he will get you the bacon on time contact him on Instagram at Charlie the bacon guy on Twitter or what do they call it now
2: X X, X? oh wait at CZ the bacon guy
0: and his email is Charlie the bacon at gmail.com his website is coming soon <laughs> he is Charlie the bacon guy um. We got any more Super Chats we got to get through here?
3: Yeah, we had one from Walnut. What did they say? David Ross, got to go, man. Give me Craig Council. Two heartbreaking losses, and it's been a great season. I have no words other than heartbroken. Walnut 2008.
0: What's with all the uh, Council love? Why, are people, ju-
2: why, why are people
0: just so in love with it? Is he He's that a great, great? manager. He's he, gets, a really,
2: he gets all the credit for I how, mean, I, how, I, all they do.
0: He seems like a good enough manager.
2: He, he, yeah. I mean, I just got a very punchable face. I don't that think that he's going like. to leave Milwaukee, but a man don't let a guy like me dream about it. Well, I mean, somebody
0: I, said that in our chat or our Slack, right? It was like, why would he leave? And I, well, also like money he
2: probably doesn't like that was, it was, yeah, just, mo- I, money, Kevin. That's I the reason. Don't, I don't think I, I, see, listen, I don't see. I don't
0: like it. the White Sox, but if they offered me a million dollars right now, I'd go there and do whatever they <laughs> want me to. I'd yeah. mop the floors. <laughs> Find out who shot that poor woman in the stands. <laughs> would you work for the Packers for a million dollars? I would work for the Packers. Ooh, you'd move to Green Bay. I did the Lambo leap for a job once in Green Bay.
2: Wow. Really big of you, big of me to admit it. Big Credit of, to me, big of you, man to admit of integrity. On these on this set with <laughs> twenty all these plus years watching. ago,
0: I did a Lambo leap in a Santa suit, the same one that I wore to Wrigley Field. Oh no! You mean the one you
1: borrowed? Stucky claws. That's right. Stucky yeah. claws. Stucky claws did a Lambo leap once. I will yep.
3: say this: if the Brewers are dumb enough to let Craig Council walk, that'll be almost in the same stratosphere as trading Josh Hader when you're leading the division. That's on yeah. the same. That's on the same plane. Well, like yeah.
2: their what? Their V? Their their VP of baseball operations or whatever they call it there. Like he, he's already what is it the Mets David go- Stearns? Yeah, he just, he Mets just signed to the council to, to go be, to like fix their. Could. Dumpster fire. Too. I mean there's um, what there
1: was rumors that council wouldn't even manage in twenty twenty four, right? Like that he made really? step away it, for a little it bit. It makes sense. I don't know if those are still the updated him, rumors, but I know I've seen that. It, it makes sense that people want him. I mean it makes sense to want him. I just yeah. don't think it's like a very realistic He's option. a Milwaukee happen, guy. Yeah. I just don't, I don't see that as being like him. a very realistic option. It would yeah. I would be I would be more surprised I'm also, not I, if they were I'd, to get him.
2: Honestly, I, I'd be more surprised if the Cubs actually fired David Ross than if the Cubs hired him. Because, again, yes. like Luke says, money talks. But um, I just don't think the Cubs – even even though I, I think that with this, whatever you want to call it, collapse, whatever you want to call it, I think he should be fired. Um, I don't think the Cubs are going to do it. And you know what? I'll find a way to continue to – I'll find a way to, you know – Give him the benefit of the doubt going the next year because that's what I do. And you want to call me delusional for it? Fine, whatever. But again, like I said, I think it'd be more surprising if the Cubs actually fired Ross.
0: Uh, Frank <laughs> wants to know is Morel still on the
2: roster? <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, I saw him walking in the ro- walking in the dugout after the game ended, and uh, Marquis was like clo- was finishing up. He was in there. I saw him there, bro.
1: Just like Keegan Thompson is alive, as Sean C. asked us a lot yesterday. All I can do is laugh through the pain, man. I don't know.
2: Can we talk about Stro? Yeah, sure. let's talk about him. What, what did two. you think? I,
0: I'll say this. <laughs>
2: not great, Bob.
0: No, not great. <laughs> and, and you could sugarcoat it by saying, well, and, and this is true, but also slightly deceiving. Only two of the earns, runs were earned because of the HAP error, and a lot of that might not have happened if, it, if the air doesn't hit, it was a big air. Yeah. And that set the tone for the game. But he still, still gave up a home run. He still was hit around hard. Like, it wasn't like they were getting cheap base hits off of him. They were knocking him around. Yeah. Um, listen, I, I don't know what the situation is. I'm, I don't even know if he's already said he's not 100%. He came back to try and help. Now, why all of a sudden he went from I'll do anything to back to starting – I liked him better in the bullpen, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to blame the way that the season is finishing yeah. on Marcus Stroman necessarily. Again, a lot of stuff has happened. Yeah. I,
2: mean, I mean, I'm not.
1: I'm fairly confident it wasn't a David Ross only decision. Um, you know, I think they've they both talked about the decision on Saturday, and I know you know Stroman um, just discussed like when he first came back. Some of the start the rotation was was going obviously and just didn't want to disrupt that um but he this is part of what he said uh on Saturday he was looking I was looking to contribute wherever I could just became difficult to get hot cold hot cold up in the bullpen um I think there were obviously conversations around that about what what the role if if it would evolve or not and um you know obviously the decision was made to have Stroman take over that Saturday start which Mm -hmm. When I look back at it with Assad Assad has pitched prior to going in the rotation which he did pitch out of the rotation really well, you know, to start. Um for for a good while there right when they needed it. Um but he also pitched really well out of the bullpen and in some of those multi-inning and um you know shorter burst, shorter inning type uh, outings. Um but when, you know, uh, his, his last, what, three, two or three starts prior to Strowman going back in the rotation, like Assad didn't look great. Like he was getting hit really, really hard. Um, and it kind of reminded me of earlier in the season when Keegan was getting results, but you could see the underlying numbers, and there was concern that, like, how long can those results continue with some of the underlying numbers being what they are? Um, and Assad. It was uh, to me. It was kind of the same way. Like just like he was getting solid results, not like spectacular, but also not like crazy awful. But he was getting hit really hard, and he was like there was just some underlying stuff that were like that were concerning, and so you know in the moment I didn't disagree with putting Strowman back in there because if if that just having that routine is gonna make him or is gonna get you the best out of what you have left in Strowman for the season. Like Assad has proven, he could go back to the bullpen and do that well. And then he did that on Saturday and pitched really well. Was it four innings? Like forty-nine pitches. Very efficient. So like, that that's like a whole situation, obviously. That um, you know, I again, if it's, if if the best you're going to get out of Stroman down the stretch was to put him in the rotation. If he just if, if, if the, you know, there, there was a game where he warmed up a couple times um and never got in if like if doing that and just not having that starter routine but getting back to that was going to help him you knew Assad could go in and he'd been struggling in the rotation like it's it's like i'm i'm a little kind of i see both sides of that one as well and i don't i just don't know what the best decision would have been because it didn't work out right like i don't know if leaving Assad in there would have been any better because I did have those concerns, but obviously on the flip side, we saw what happened with Stroman. It was two just not solid starts from him when the Cubs kind of needed. So it's like I'm I'm torn on deciding what was the right direction to go. But I, that but that's also on hindsight. Like I don't yeah. like, on hindsight. I'm like, well, this didn't work out to me. It, you know, and I don't like being a hindsighty type person.
2: To me, listen, guys. Coming in the year, he was your, your, your number one guy coming in the year, right? He, he pitched like the number one guy all the way up until London. Uh, whenever I, I assume after London is, right, is probably when, you know, the injury stuff that they hid or, you know, that he didn't say or whatever, the hip stuff started happening. And that's why he started pitching bad. Dude, I, we thought he wasn't coming back at all. Whenever he hit the IL, mm-hmm. everyone thought he was out for the rest of the year. I commend yeah. him for coming back and trying to to do something. And whether if he wanted to go back like whether they put him back in the rotation because it's better for his routine or whatever, like I, I don't care. Like to me I I get like I, again, we we didn't think he was going to come back the rest of the year. And so yeah, it didn't work out but I will give him credit at least for trying because this team was running on fumes, man. And, like, his injury of and him having to be out is the beginning of the domino effect of this team falling apart because him getting hurt led to them having to put a sod in the rotation, meaning that they had to the, – that was the start of the bullpen starting to fall apart because they didn't have enough guys on top of the injuries of uh, – Ke- uh, not Keegan Thompson's uh, – Brandon Hughes and Michael Fulmer and then eventually Albert Azalea, like – his his injury is honestly like like I think we all kind of feared it when it yeah. happened, like we feared it, and you know they kept playing well and we we're like, oh, they're somehow figuring it out, blah 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 and then you know the again the domino effect of what his injury created started to affect this team, so to me I he, he's the guy you paid to be a starter, man, and to, to come in and pitch big games. He didn't get it done. Was he healthy? Was he 100%? I doubt it.
0: No, yeah. I, I, he, I, said I he said he's not. He said there's yeah. no way he's 100%. I yeah. will say this. Like, if the situation were different and they had a stash of young – they had a loaded rotation and he was in that – they don't have a loaded rotation – they have a rotation that's been crumbling and trying to patchwork and go back. And a lot of guys have stepped in to do some pretty good jobs, right? Yeah. If he had tried to come back and pitch after that, and it was, it was a pride thing, and he wanted to be on the state, that would be a totally different story. This was a desperation move to try and get him back on the field mm-hmm. because they didn't have guys that they could count on. Like at the time, Tyone wasn't even playing, they were, Tyone wasn't pitching well. Now, Tyone has stepped up the last couple of days, last couple starts, right? But this was a desperation move by the Cubs to try and get anything they could out of Stroman and good on him for pushing as hard as he possibly could to get back. I don't know what it's going to mean for next year. I don't, yeah. but I wouldn't feel great with him pitching if, if some miracle happened. And and they won three, and somehow they got in. And the Marlins had yeah. this off and, weekend, and they got in. Yeah, I wouldn't feel great about Stroman pitching in the postseason. Right. If and, they even if they left him off the playoff roster, I wouldn't be like, that's crazy. It's
2: because he's clearly not a hundred percent. Right. He's not. To me, to me, based off what we've seen as in, seen from him coming out as a, coming out as a starter these last two chances, like if they get in the postseason somehow, some way. To me. He's got to go back to the bullpen. I, I mean, can't
0: start him. Yeah, unless you want to try using him as an opener. Yeah, but I that's, can't be like, like hey, you're going something. for five yeah, innings. Yeah, yeah. Maybe for
1: like a Wicks on a day like, if, just an opener or you know, if, an inning or if two, if and the Wicks comes in. Like you know, if, if that's,
2: that's somehow, that yeah, class to yeah, happen. yeah, it's unfortunate because he had such a great season and at the beginning, or and then First and, half, and yeah. then the the injury stuff started to uh, you know loom large. And the, the thing that makes me even more frustrated about that is because throughout his career, he's He's been a guy who who has consistently gone out there and give teams thirty starts a year. Sugar yeah. knot
0: in in the in the live chat. I don't tell anybody how to do your chat thing, but let me just say this: if you're saying is this marquee network, we love everybody. Where were you when he was mfing and I was calling it a choke job? And the first thing we talked yeah. about for the first thirty minutes was. No defense, dropping fly balls, throwing it over your shortstop's head, nope. going over 4 Like, what are you talking about, this bro? This is
3: also the same guy that just said Stroman wasn't hurt, show me the x-rays, clown. He has no what idea are you what he's talking about. about. He, he has no idea what hurt. he's talking it's, it's about. It's
1: in his best interest to pitch and try to pitch well. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Going yeah, into the I mean, he has no I, idea what he's talking I, I don't about. So. I, don't, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know how If to, he wasn't hurt, no they might have actually
1: you, traded man. him.
0: Like, Maybe. They they oh, might yeah. have trade might have traded him no,
1: yeah so that, that again I come back to like the it's definitely a questionable decision to move Stroman back in the rotation aside out but like again I I think I keep going back to getting something out of Stroman mm-hmm. when the pitching staff and especially the bullpen is like this is is how it's been this month getting something out of Stroman some kind of contributions I I think they all everyone realized that he wasn't going to be at a hundred percent if he came back, but trying to get something out of him going into this last stretch, like that was better than nothing, obviously. And if, again, I'm going to say if you were going to get, if you needed him to move to the rotation um, and have that kind of starter's routine, because he's obviously a, 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 an old, he's been in the league for a while. He has his routines, like do, doing the the rotation the bullpen thing is is tough and and props to Assad for being able to do it um but like if if Stroman if you're going to get the best out of Stroman by giving him by letting him have his routine like I understand that that side of the coin like again questionable debatable did it work out it, it didn't work out well enough obviously but like if that's the decision made in terms of like how can we possibly get the best contributions out of Marcus Stroman down this stretch if that's you know, if that's the the move that has to be made, then then it has to be made, and, and and if and if it's wrong, if it doesn't work out, you wear it, right? I think that's kind of what we've been saying. Like, if you make a you make a, a a decision with some logic, but it doesn't work out, you still have to wear it, and I think that's just that's kind of where it's at. Yeah,
0: Cody, you want to tell us about our friends at Sunnyside Cannabis Dispensary?
2: Yeah, a lot of people in the chat could use it. Uh, <laughs> you know who you are. Um, Sunnyside is your home for judgment free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your football, your baseball season, if it's still alive somehow, some way. Uh, no matter where you are in your cannabis journey, easy online ordering and in store pickup, great transparent loyalty program. Sunnyside Rewards, Illinois' favorite dispensary. You got the House of Brands. Uh, Mindy's the best tasting gummy and chocolate edibles created by James Beard Award winning chef Mindy Siegel and Cresco Labs. Uh, good news Cresco, high supply, wonder, and a lot more. Uh, so through October 15th, head to sunnyside.shop and use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order, one use per customer. Not stackable with other promotions. That's not only for new customers. Anyone can use our code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois Med card holder. Am I supposed to come up with someone that made me feel yeah, good? Yeah, who made
0: you feel good in Chicago sports? Give you the sunny side. This week? Fall feels. Yeah, this week. It's Thursday, so I didn't know if I was supposed to do it. Sorry. Anybody in Chicago sports? Huh? I call them the fall feels. The
2: fall feels? Uh... The fall feels, oh, you know, the leaving work, work a
0: little bit early, taking off, enjoying the night. It's the my favorite feels. season because you you get base football season starts hasn't worked out. short. Baseball season weather. could be exciting hasn't has worked out, oh and generally the weather's not humid. You get those like next week's gonna be eighty still in October. That's what I
2: like. Yeah,
0: that's the weather I like, and then With you the- go into sweatshirt weather,
2: which oh. I also like. I do too. Uh, maybe, but who? What
0: players giving you the sunny side? We have here?
2: to choose a cub. I would say Tyone. Yeah, Jamison Tyone.
0: We didn't give him enough kudos
1: yesterday. Honestly, yeah, that was that was a great start for him. And again, it's like and they've he's had a couple of those like pretty good September where he
2: yeah maybe he he's like it's so weird how we're going we're perhaps going in the off season feeling <laughs> as good about of anyone to feel good about it's him. It's it's wild that that's actually a thing. Yeah, it's uh. I, I do you always,
0: feel better? Let's let's say I know it was just one month. Let's say Strowman like, opts in. Yeah. Do you feel better next season, going into it about Strowman or Tyone?
2: Well, it, it's not. Strow, a, I mean,
0: it would have been a crazy question. I still have more prior faith to the All Star. I still break.
3: have way more faith in Strowman to come back. I think
0: and do it's a lot it's stronger. all
2: about health when it yeah. comes to Strowman at this point, right? He's got better stuff. When well, healthy. you hope so. Yeah. 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 But Tyone, they showed on Marquee yesterday, you know, the strikeout rate for him for each month increased. He, was strike, he struck out 30% of the batters he faced this this month. You know, he struck out three in his last uh, – yesterday against the Braves, but the Braves have one of the best – you know, one of the lowest K rates as a team in baseball. But what he did against that lineup was really impressive. So, yeah, I guess I, I – I don't know. I mean, it would be
0: Stroman, but I, I yeah. start to worry when an older – Player yeah. basically struggles for a half a season because of injury. It's the same reason people were worried about Kyle Hendricks. Now he was able to finally yeah. bounce back. But
2: I mean, they're both in their thirties. But you know, I th- I'm hoping that this month is you know kind of that launching point for him next year to just be solid.
3: Yeah, be your third or fourth starter yeah, next like year. Like to actually That's be really what they you signed want him to be.
2: You know? Like and. You want, you want to look back at, like, all the games that they, you know, whether they gave away or just lost. I mean, let's, we can't ignore the fact that the first two, three months of the season for Tyone, you felt like every time he went out there, the Cubs were going to lose, and they basically did. So, they, they – obviously, that's a thing for next year is they got to – you got to make sure you got five starters who you can rely on to go out there.
0: He did. He did pitch better the last couple games. Did you finish this uh, the through October fifteenth? Yeah, yeah, I did.
1: Oh, okay. That, yeah. Someone asked, well, "Is this a Marlins hat?" No, it is a Mexico baseball, WB World it's Baseball a, Classic. It's like head. the third time. Detroit wow, yeah. that would
0: be something if you were doing that. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, fans and then really Barb wrong? might
1: comment like, fans. "Does Ryan know that they lost the game <laughs> to Japan?" And I will say, "Yes, I I'm well aware that that happened."
0: Becky Saint Luco get a Powerball ticket. Already got him, Becky we got a post-game show tomorrow.
2: But if Luke wins, no he ain't going to be trees. But if it I win make... that
0: Powerball, you will not see me on Sunday. No, no I did no not pick Christmas up the Rice Krispie Treats. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, hey, you know what's coming up this weekend as well? Not only the final game of the regular season on Sunday against the Brewers. we got three games against the Brewers. Final one on Sunday. Also, CHGO tailgate. Number two against the Broncos. Somebody got to win. We keep... Declaring somebody exactly. got to win. Bears Broncos. Somebody got to win. Uh, if you sign up somebody to be a diehard, you get 20% it. off it that. Tie. You could. <laughs> uh, Twenty, And that would be the most fitting ending to that game. Yeah. Uh, premium written content at for members at allchgo.com. That's all part of being a diehard, plus you're 20% off all events like that tailgate. The dope merch. Cody and I, well, all three of us got the dope merch on today. Uh, 20% off that all the time. You get a free shirt when you sign up to be a member. And, of course, you get the members-only Discord where you and Gary and Ryan and Cody and next season me will all hang out. Anyways, please sign up to be a CHO diehard. We appreciate ben, it. And we, we hope to it. see you at the tailgate because the tailgate includes all-you-can-eat firewater barbecue, right? Yeah. All-you-can-drink goose island booze. A lot of three one twos going down, a lot of pocket pilsners, a yeah. lot of beer hugs, and then all the vibes you can handle. Also have, very important.
1: Have, we had a lot of the chat saying the bears suck, or no one, no one's asking you to watch the game or no, go, go they, to the they, game, but just come hang
2: out and vibe with they, us. Go
0: to the tailgate, forget yeah. the game. unless, yeah. you're gonna, unless if you're going to yell at me, obviously. I'm not <laughs> going to the game, but I'm going to try and go to the tailgate. Yeah, there you go. Exactly.
2: I guess that's. I guess I, you know, if the Cubs season is over. I guess I don't have to watch on Sunday, and I can just be hurt by one team in the city. <laughs> so. What's your
0: DraftKings pick of the week, by the way? Uh oh, got a DraftKings pick of the uh, week, something big, something
2: hot? Yeah, what have I been giving out on CHO Bets Daily? Uh, Cubs money
0: line, next three games?
2: <sighs> Place it and then uh, have your bleach ready. Uh, uh, let's go... Browns minus two and a half against the Ravens this Sunday. I like the Browns to cover the two and a half, a.k.a. win by a field goal. Half the Ravens roster is hurt. Uh, Yeah. If I were to bet the Bears game, I'm just going to take the over because their defense stinks. And uh, Sean Payton has fixed Russell Wilson. Oh. There you go. Uh, give me the he hasn't over fixed I the rest I'm of the be... team yet? But. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, I they mean, can't play defense. Hey, he hasn't they they fixed the defense. Seventy Maybe points. the Bears will put up points. There you go.
1: So I'm thinking. My uh, Mizzou the pick the of the week minus 13 and a half versus Vanderbilt. Yeah, bucket. Mizzou pick we're of the co- week. We're covering again this week. For second okay, week in you in a row. pushed last week, not, right? Not for you, maybe. You got in too late. I did get in too late.
2: I I didn't lose. I just pushed. I got my money back. Covered for me.
0: There's only one team to root for. Brandon Hyde. Orioles if you gotta root for somebody if the Cubs aren't. Yeah, man, the
3: Orioles are
2: awesome.
0: I don't root for American League teams, but I would like to see them get to the World Series. Sweet. Yeah.
2: You wanna know the I guess the actual good news of today? The Cardinals have already
0: been eliminated. Well, yeah. Oh, that's always the good news.
2: But they did get their ninetieth loss today. That was that did feel kinda nice. I just like I am a little like I am still bummed about my own fandom, but They did have much higher expectations for the year. So to see them lose 90 games, it does make me feel a little bit better. Uh, Just, I
0: mean, I know the chat's down on David Ross. That's never going to (laughs) change.
2: Death, taxes, fire (laughs) David Ross, says the chat. Uh,
0: A big debate today going back and forth through the chat is, are you down on Dansby or not? We were going to talk about this late last night, and we just never really did it. Didn't we talk about it on Tuesday?
2: We totally yeah, I mean, have talk, talked about this.
0: But are, are you down on him? As each day goes by, are you getting more and more down on the finish? Listen, yeah, the I, finish, I don't sure, know how but. you could look at the season and say it's been a bad season. But are you down on how it's – when it's crunch time and it's September and you're begging for big games, he has struggled. He has struggled.
1: He's had his struggles, especially defensively, like just more – like errors or even just miscues that we've, I just then we had to come to expect out of him than the standard that he set.
0: I don't think he like we were saying on the couch. I'm not sure he's healthy. Yeah. I'm not trying to make excuses for a guy. That's not a reason that he's 0 for four or on one night or making un un you know errors that he doesn't usually make. If you if we we said it we did say the other day, all the shortstops they put out the graphic. All the shortstops that were signed, he has the highest war of any of them this yeah, season. So, yeah, for I mean, one year, it's been a great value signing. Stop at the 177. It's not my money. Yeah, it's not they your money they either, needed Chad. a shortstop. They signed a shortstop. It made them better by putting they Nico didn't at sign second him. base. will
2: be calling Ricketts cheap. Yes. I mean, it's, it's unreal yes. about how many people complain about how Tom Ricketts didn't spend money. He's
0: not A-Rod. Uh, we yeah. know.
2: We know he's not A-Rod. And $177 million for a shortstop. That's a good deal,
3: man. That's not like it's a lot well, of money. That's, that's what not, it costs yeah,
0: nowadays. Yeah,
3: that's not an overpay. Like,
2: look at to, what star shortstops are making in baseball right now. Like, stop to just with that. look at, you just bring up his fan graphs, page. You got a 4.9 F war this year. That's the second highest war of his career. He was a 6.5 F war last year, all right? So has he been as good as his walk year? No. Okay. Are we a little disappointed in that, I guess? Well, he was also in a much better lineup as well. And that's why I've, I, we all know that offensively, he was never going to be a guy that can carry a team. He was never a guy yeah. who carried the Braves.
0: All right. No, no, but I mean, I, I know what people are saying. Like, he was brought here to kind of lead the way, yeah. right? Teach the young guys. And when it has counted the most – these last couple weeks, it's yeah. been a tough go for sure. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to make an excuse by saying he's not healthy. I'm just telling you, I just watched him run down to first base on that double play where I was disappointed, and it looked like he didn't even kind of run through the bag. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody in the chat just say, "Oh, is, is Hap hurt too? Is that why he's dropping?" No, I, that's what I keep saying that they're making bad plays. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to make excuses for anybody. Right. Hap I, dropped the
2: ball. Suzuki dropped the ball. I will say Nico th- threw the ball over short. Sod s- dropped it. <laughs> the ass man dropped the ball. I here in September, like Ryan said defensively, yes. It's been tough. It's been tough to watch. But anyone who is calling this signing a bust, I just assume you just started watching the season in September and that's it. Like they wouldn't have even been in this position without him. He's gonna win the gold glove.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know he's made bad plays, but I assume, I'm pretty sure he's going to win the Gold Glove at short.
2: Right. He's yeah. He's had career highs this year that, you know, that we've that he's never. Or he's, yeah, he's had career, career highs. highs. It, <laughs> that's career highs. I'm I'm losing my train of thought. Sorry. Please don't anybody go in the, the chat the, and tell me to get hobby back.
0: Please. I'm, please, I'm looking at the numbers and me, I lost train of thought. I'm sorry, back.
2: but. Overall, okay, 106 way he runs created plus. You'd like that to be a little bit higher for a guy that's supposed to be in the middle of your lineup, right? But still, he's above he's an above league average hitter. He walked ten at this point, he's walked ten point two percent of his play appearances this year. That's the first time that he's walked that much since twenty seventeen in his second year with the Braves, and he had way more he's had way more plate appearances this year than he did then and then everything else is just kind of the same as it was last year in terms of like the home runs and you know just the the batting average the on-base and slugging it's all right around the same or if it's not the same then it's like close it's maybe 20 or 30 points off what's the difference a good week one good week can you can increase those numbers up to what it to what it was last year i guess but yeah I won't sit here and – I'm not even trying to sugarcoat it. I'm saying that, yeah, this month, especially in moments where you felt like they, need, they needed him to either get the big hit or something like that, he hasn't came through. I'm just saying that anyone who thinks he's a bad signing needs to go take a look in the mirror and, like – I'm with you. And yeah. just take a breath. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I am not here for that slander. Yeah, no,
1: I, I think you're still looking at this as – a, a good first year, uh, six like a a good contract that you feel like after, especially considering the other three shortstops that have signed. Like you're like, oh, like that was a very great value get to get Dansby because he has been in some respects better than any of the other three that got huge contracts. Um, I also I with Dansby, you know, like coming from Atlanta, like that Atlanta team had just won the World Series two years ago. Like there was a lot of really really good players on that team. The Cubs aren't as talented. Um, I'm not, you know, they, they gave him a lot of money. Like, he, he should be among the best players. All right, he, he should be, yeah, one of the top couple players on this roster and come through when everyone else is struggling. He didn't do that. Um, but I'm not, you know, I'm not – I've not lost confidence that he can be the player that, you know, next season, right? Like, the Cubs are trying to make the playoffs again. They're going – through something, I, I'm, I'm still confident that Dansby Swanson can be that leader that they need in the clubhouse. And also like, he could still be a productive player in those bigger moments. Um, You know, like you said, just down the stretch, hasn't really always come through in those moments, but he's a very good player. He stays very level headed through the good and bad times. Um, I think, you know, he's going to put in the work during the off season to be even better Obviously, you hope that the Cubs add some more talent around him uh, and I, but I think he's gonna be one of those guys that if the Cubs are gonna make the playoffs next year again not saying the season's over even though you know if I mean, if to feel I'm that way you declaring it but if but if uh <laughs> if you're um if the Cubs are trying to make the playoffs next year, like I'm looking at Dan, I I'm still confident. We're looking at Dan's Swanson as a pretty integral part of that. Right. Regardless of who they bring in. Well, like I Dansby agree Swanson with Greg in the chat guy.
0: If he was a free agent next year, we'd all be begging again for him with the stats that he had this year. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Yep. What, what did the Cubs do? They added good players. Like they're, they're, <laughs> he's a good player. That's what I, I'm not saying. He's a superstar. He's not a top five player in baseball. That's not what they added. That's this year when they get Shohei. uh, and somebody, I saw, I did see a super chat. By the way, yeah, somebody said, "Is signing Bellinger enough? Do they need more power?" Right? And oh, yeah. I, yes, I 100% agree with that. I've just said that lose, losing Bellinger can't happen now, yeah. because you, you see why they need him so bad. It,
2: this this lineup, it considering how we felt about it at the beginning of the year, I would say it's outperformed our expectations for the offense this year. Right? Like I obviously and and and. Bellinger is a big part of that. Huge part of that. He's a like probably at least 50% part of that. Because yes. we didn't know what to expect out of Bellinger. But Nico had another solid has had another solid year. Uh Saya, ups and downs, but he's finishing strong and he's <laughs> outside of dropping that ball, he's been a big part of them even being in this position too. They have a lot of really good players, but as a lot of people in the chat have said, as we have said, they need one more whether it's a star or a superstar type bat, to go in the middle of that lineup Belly with Cody Bellinger next year. And then you in, start to integrate some of those prospects like PCA, Alexander Canario, if they keep him, whatever. Like I don't know. We got a whole offseason to talk about, and this offseason is going to be a lot more fun to talk about this Could team than Sunday. last year. I don't want to think about that. But, again, there, there are things there that, you know they they just they just need a few more pieces and then obviously they need to continue to develop talent the way that they have been so i i know there's three still three games to go and this marlins mets game is still delayed but i i i if there's anything that i am excited about the offseason is that i do feel very very excited about what could come um and again like the like luke's uh, the chat that luke read like we would all we, – we we were begging for a shortstop this past offseason, and he's he's been – Swanson he's lived has been up. great. He's lived he's up to he's it. He's lived up In to it. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he hasn't maybe this month, but he still made another great play tonight where you're like, wow, that's yeah. that's a really sweet play. I, I know what they're saying. There have been some clutch moments where you're like, man, is
2: this our guy?
0: He's a good player. He's not a perfect player. Well, baseball that, is
2: just so like – you like hall of famers <laughs> yes. fail seventy percent of the time. That's bro, right. Uh, yeah. With the bat, you know, like, I, to me, that they just need they need a deeper lineup, and a, yeah. in a deep lineup, Dansby probably hits sixth or seventh, in my opinion. He either hits sixth or seventh in a deep deep lineup, and like something like what the Braves have, and the, like I mean, the Braves are a historic offense, right? But that's why I'm saying, like, he had such a great year last year. What's the difference between the Braves lineup this year and last year, except that it's Orlando Arcia and Swanson's spot? Right. They have the same team as last year, and they're putting up a historic season. <laughs> so yeah, when you have a lineup that deep and the threat that those that the Braves have, no wonder Swanson had a career year like that last year. The fact that he still put up another quality, solid year this year should not give us any like doubt that he's not the guy at short, or that we made uh, that the Cubs made a mistake? Like, I will I will fight this all offseason if I have to. I will not take well, Dansby Swanson slant. It's Slanson. craziness. Or Dansby Swanson slander. I, I will if I have to plant the flag on Cubs Twitter. I will do it. For reference, real
3: quick, <laughs> Dansby Swanson is the 14th highest paid shortstop in baseball this year.
2: 14th,
0: 14th. Next
3: year that goes up to top five. You will okay. be paid 26 million dollars next year. Okay. So you have the best defensive shortstop in the league right now, paid like he's the fourteenth.
0: Twenty plus home run. Shortstop?
3: Yeah. He's the fourteenth highest paid that's shortstop in the league this year, according to Spot Track. Hmm. Next year that pops okay. up okay. to fifth. Yeah, I mean that's long.
0: Right. Don't, don't let the
2: facts get in the way of a good okay. story.
0: That's right. Uh, one more super <laughs> chat and then uh we gotta tell some sponsors hello, what up? Uh, <laughs>
3: From
2: Burge. Yeah. Burge.
0: What did Burge say? What
3: does the Cubs player development lack that both the Dodgers and Braves apparently seem to have? Not enough scouts? Is it analytics? Is it money?
1: Years, honestly. Like, the, the Cubs overhauled yes. their infrastructure pitching-wise and have done a lot of just – yeah, they, they've added a lot of things to both sides of that coin.
0: Some of them but, from the Dodgers. They've hired some of the yeah, Dodgers people. but the yeah.
1: Dodger. They but they didn't – obviously yeah. they, they did it later – than the Braves and the Dodgers have. And, you, you mean, the, the Dodgers have been making the playoffs, like, every year for two decades. The Braves are have been good for, like, 30 years. You know, obviously, there's years in, in that they're not. But, like, they're pretty consistently among the best organizations in baseball. The Cubs overhauled the infrastructure in the last few years. Like, it's going to take time to get there. That's Those are obviously the goals. It's the Braves or the Dodgers. And, you know, I'm not saying the Cubs can't get there. But like after this whole overhaul, like you 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 haven't seen really the fruits of that yet. There's still ways to go to get to that level because they're they're just behind. I think it is what it is. Is they're behind timing wise from where some of the organizations that just feel healthier and top to bottom are like like feel like well oiled machines. Like those are the. The, the organizations that were like ahead of the curve yeah. and the Cubs obviously have to try to catch up to that.
2: But they've had great development in in with what the changes that they have made though. You know what I mean? Well no I'm that yeah I'm saying that but they're still They are behind the Dodgers and the Braves because those organizations are winning a lot more than the Cubs. Right. Well I think sure. that's what I'm trying to say is they okay. they
1: they the fruits of what they've done internally in the system, minor leagues, all that stuff player development Correct. wise, Sorry. They're not you haven't seen it yet because it's still relatively yeah. relatively new what they've done to to change things obviously they have to start hoping that those dividend that that, that starts paying dividends soon so that they know that they're doing the right things but like they they're just behind is, is, is kind of what i'm saying they're behind where the Braves and the Dodgers are and have to play some catch up to get there yeah I misspoke, too. Dansby is the 12th highest shortstop,
2: not fourteen. Hey, don't let the facts don't get way of this. Well, that's actually a
0: better let, story. Yeah,
3: I love it, yeah. Still anyway, sounds low to me. Just wanted to clarify.
0: <laughs> hey, I want to tell you about if you're if you're yeah. looking for a hot bobblehead, maybe a hoodie, something like that, heading into the offseason, whenever it gets here, you know, maybe it's Sunday. Maybe Christmas it's, is right around the corner. That's right. Foco, get fitted out with the best sports gear around, hoodie, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. They've even got Aloha shirts, straw hats, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need. Maybe you need a hoodie this fall. Maybe need a new winter hat. Look at our set decorations. A lot of them come from Foco. They've really spiced up our set. Check out Foco.com. Click the link in the description below. For all non sale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off.
1: And while you're buying something from Foco, you might as well just click open another tab, go to ShadyRays.com, and get yourself a nice pair of Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades and an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures is what you get with Shady Rays, and that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact, from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code CHGO for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized shades. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000
0: people. Very nice. Going to be wearing mine uh, all weekend long. My Shady Rays. The sun's coming back. Going to be out. Yeah. I actually just uh,
1: lost mine today. You lost them? Yeah. I call them I, I, I had them like lost in the little side pocket of my backpack, and I went in there, and they were gone. So I'm like, I got to call off Shady Rays and then get them replaced. Because you know they will. They got your back.
0: And, uh, you know, on tough days like tonight, you can wear them and just hide your misery, too.
2: Yeah, I'll probably be just wearing my Shady Rays all weekend. No matter what. Yeah. Sunny, like,
0: cloudy, doesn't matter. Just put them inside. on. Morning. They are more. They can also be morning glasses, and we're not talking about the date. Yeah. Like time of day, you know what I'm saying? Like morning. 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 Uh, Cubs uh, lose 5-3. to three.
2: Taylor McGregor tweeted. Yeah. Taylor McGregor tweeted uh, Hendricks, Wicks, steal for the weekend. Hendrick Wick Hendricks, Wicks, steal. Wicks, So they're putting One out needs. their best starters. Well, yeah.
3: Yep. That's the best three. That's the
2: best three.
0: That's it. There you go. Well, Steele. That's how I'm he actually, lines up. I don't, he had no choice.
2: I, I'm actually. I don't know what I want. I. I've like the Marlins have the lead in this delayed game right now, uh-huh. and if they they somehow blow this game. And still lose, down. then there's there's that little glimmer of hope again. Like I have already begun my like mourning. Like I I I it I, I'm almost at a point where I just kinda want them to just win it so I can go into this weekend with just nothing. Like or at least just very, 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 very low odds of getting what I want. Like I just want the acceptance stage to start. That's what I I, I feel like that's what I want. I it has been a very unhealthy two weeks for me. I, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm right there with you, man. I, really. Hi, my
0: name's Cody. I have a problem.
2: <laughs> like, I, 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 want, I want the Marlins to blow this game, but I don't want them to blow this game. I
3: There's a lot of rain in that forecast. I just looked at the radar. I don't know if they're going to finish that game. They might just does it go to last the plate <laughs> inning? Does it finish with that? Does it finish in the middle of an inning? or does it, There's I a weird rule about don't
1: that
2: sometimes. Somebody was way. trying
0: to post a rule earlier in the podcast. I didn't even know what it was right. about, but okay. they said look it up. And I thought, well, they just post I am not in the,
2: denial like someone in post the, the chat says. I don't look says. things up. I, am am I literally said that I want to accept what is happening. All right.
1: Here's rules for a regular. I don't know, like regulation game. If a regulation game is terminated early due to weather, the results are considered final if the home team is leading. If the home team is trailing, the results are considered final if the game is not in the midst of an inning when the visiting team has taken the lead. So that's exactly what happened, right?
2: Yeah. So
1: I, it wouldn't be final? Okay. So
2: I think that it's such a major game for, like, stand, like playoff implications mm-hmm. that I think – MLB will find a way, whether or they have, have to wait wait it out. like. We might they, play that at 3 a.m. Yeah, like <laughs> they're either gonna play it or they're gonna reschedule and play it tomorrow or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they'll do it, but they're gonna play. They're gonna finish that game.
0: Uh,
1: they they kind of have to yeah. with the playoff implications. Yeah. yeah.
0: Please hit the like button on the way out if you're disappointed in today's Cubs game. Let us know you were disappointed in the game by hitting the like button. Thanks to everybody that joined the in the live though. YouTube that chat.
2: mean that. Like if you downvote No, that's yeah, you're not voting
0: us. no the Cubs were down. They
2: You gotta vote up because we, we were like a good therapy thumbs session. Thumbs up,
0: thumbs up were you we therapy? therapy? Were we session? some did no, we I don't know what to tell you. help you get through it for an hour and fifteen minutes, whatever it's been? Big Anyways, advice. we'll be back tomorrow to do the same oh, there it is, thumbs down. Uh Thanks Love to everybody y'all. that joined in the live. I really do.
2: I really do five YouTube
0: y'all. chat, five three braves. Cubs get swept by a total of four. Mm. season's on the line big time tomorrow we'll be back here for a full hour post game show have a great start to the weekend on Friday and we will see you back here after the game tomorrow until then hang in there and fly the W